they call me Dr. Jones, known as the Night Tripper. Got my satchel of green grease in my hand. Then we tripping up and back down the bayou. I'm the last of the best, they call me the greedy man. Got many clients come from miles. Hello, world. How we doing today? I'm that motherfucker Jody B. And welcome to the Po Boys Podcast. This week, I have an interview that I've waited probably two months to get. Maybe even three. Shit. Sometimes that schedule conflict shit can be a real pain in the ass. And this was one of those. A lot of missed, you know, opportunities. And this motherfucker's busy, I'm busy. And we just kept just sliding back and forth. And then finally, I said, hey, you want to be on a podcast? And he said, yes, let's do it today. So... My guest today is the one and only Jay Jackson. Um, I mentioned him in an earlier episode. He's a local comedian, but also so much more. Just entertainer, I think is the best word. He's done uh, plays, he's done music, uh, production, just all around. Motherfucker knows his shit. And he was one of the first people that I met uh, when I went to do some open mics. So... Real sweet guy, and I'm just, I'm happy to be friends at this point, and, uh, yeah, I just want to showcase some of the local talent and just give credit where it's due, so, I hope you enjoy the episode. We kind of bounce around on topics, so it's, I thought it was a good, a good time, man, so you guys sit back, crack a beer Smoke a joint, do whatever you gotta do, but listen to the sultry sounds of Jay Jackson while we sit around and talk shit. I got medicine to cure all y'all's ills. I got remedies of every description. I got green, 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 Uh, say something for me. Hang out our banners on the outward walls. The cry is still they come, but our castle strength would laugh a siege to scorn. Here let them lie to the famine and the ague. Eat them up. Were we not met with those that should be ours, we would have met them dareful, beard to beard, and beat them backward home. Bravo, sir. Thank you. <laughs> the incomparable, the very talented Jay Jackson. <laughs> the man. From, that's from Macbeth. That's right before he finds out that his wife died. Is that the? Is that out? Damn spot. Is that from? The- uh, no, out. Out. Brief candle. That's uh, the, the 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 last line is. Um, Life is but a walking shadow, a poor player that fret, struts and frets his hour upon the stage and that is heard no more. Is a tale told by an idiot. An idiot. Sound and fury signifying nothing. 
Hmm. See, I remember in high school they still required Shakespeare, you know, in some facets. So I think every couple of years we got a new one. So I know I've read Romeo and Juliet. I know I've read Julius Caesar. Um, and I'm pretty sure Macbeth is that. That's the one where I'm. I'm trying. I, the thing is, that was the year after I had gotten shot, and I mm-hmm. had a lot of medication at the time, Jay. So yeah. I don't remember some of these stories, like Animal Farm. Yeah. No, sir. Yeah. <laughs> got I got nothing. <laughs> I well, that, that was that was the one where he was uh, uh, king of Scotland, and uh, was that the, the, with the, 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 the with the witches, and he the witches tell him that he's going to be king, right? And right. then uh, and then they also prophesy his death, but he's like, "Oh snap, I'm going to be king," and he and he kind of doesn't believe them, but his wife is like power tripping, uh, so she convinces him to kill the king, and then he goes on this like. The rest of the play is like one big. Uh, he, he alternates between like being power hungry and um, power delusionally power hungry and uh, guilt ridden and angsty. It, it sounds familiar. I know there was one that I had to do uh, my senior year, and it was make or break. Like I got down to the final semester, and basically the English teacher wasn't cutting me any slack, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I had to ace basically the the final semester task, which was I believe it was Macbeth. I, I could be wrong. Maybe I just forget. It was, I mean, fuck. It was, it was a little while ago now. Right. <laughs> Fifteen years. Right. No, about twelve, thirteen. Anyway, uh, no, I had to read it. That was my. She said you have to ace this, and I said, well, goddamn it, I'm going to read the the lead role here. So you know, from then on, handle my business. And now I don't remember any of it. So. It shows how well that works. Yeah. I feel you. Man. So, yeah. Like I was saying, we're recording. We're hot. All right. We are hot and on fire. Test sound. What we got? Mood music. What goes up? Yeah. get down to my music that's uh that that cowbell is real like we like modern music don't know nothing about that That, that's uh (laughs) that's good stuff right there you don't see a lot of cowbell with uh drake not a lot of cowbell kanye doesn't incorporate the cowbell no you really you really should you really should get more more of that uh more of that old cowbell sound I feel like Taylor Swift could probably pull it off. You think? Maybe if she went back about ten <laughs> years, she could probably make the cowbell cool again. <laughs> make America cowbell again. <laughs> make America ring again, ball. <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, this is Pub Boys podcast, uh, and that is the incomparable laugh of Jay Jackson. Probably Aww. one of my favorite things I've heard so far. In a comedy club, Aww. that really helps, because if nobody's laughing, Jay's fucking laughing. <laughs> kind of keeps the train on the, on the tracks, you know. I uh, mm. I don't know if you listen to any podcasts or if you've had a chance to listen to any of my episodes, but I did an episode recently with Kayla and Josh. 
Right, right. I, I, I heard parts of it. And, uh, you know, they spoke very highly of you. And I mentioned, I said, I got to get Jay on here. Like, it's, you were the first person I met. And granted, I haven't met a lot of people. But I feel like I have a knack for finding personalities. Like, I don't just talk to anybody. And I'm usually the one that can hold court. When I walk in, I'll, I'll talk yeah. to everybody, but it's just kind of like a, a defense. Like I try to blend in and con- you know talk to people, but I can usually spot that person. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, well, I'm honored, man. I, I, I'm, I'm honored to be here, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm glad that you thought of me. Yeah. So, I mean, just I don't have a big listenership, but people like to meet new people. So tell me a little about yourself. I mean, your fucking your your rap sheet is long as shit, bro. Uh, it, 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 well, there's you know 25 years of of uh, of doing this thing called entertainment. We'll, we'll do that for you. I mean, I, I'm I'm relatively new to comedy, and, and by by new, I mean like I haven't been doing it as long as like say you know Mike, some Michael Brown or, or Rick Hobby or Jason Thompson or so or some of those other uh, or Amy Pinnell or any of the other locals uh, that 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 are more. Uh, established, I'll say that I have. I've, I've only been doing it like maybe four and a half years, uh, just about. But um, I, I've been doing entertainment. I've been doing public speaking and singing, performing, acting, all that good stuff. Dance. I've I've done that since I was age nine. So uh, twenty five years uh, I've been on just you know acting goofy shooting my mouth off that sort of thing so uh i've i've uh i've been doing it um started in started in church as many tragedies do um mm. the, the, uh uh you know they're doing doing easter plays and speeches and, and pageants and things like that and then when i got a little older wanted to do that uh more in school so i was in i think the first uh non-church role i was uh I was the the Tin Man in uh, the Wizard of Oz, uh, and that was that was fun. I bet you killed that uh, shit. Yeah, uh, to this day, the Tin Man remains my favorite character. Not necessarily because he's a good character, just because I just for I don't know nostalgic purposes, I guess. If I only had a heart. Yeah, man. So uh, so there's that. Um, uh, I did, um, um, and I've and I've always played music. You know. That uh, was uh, trained doing like the old Negro spirituals in the church, and all that good stuff. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I discovered, uh, and then I discovered Sam Cooke, and I was like, "Wow, Ooh. all right, I can go, I can get with this." I, okay. I might have been like twelve yeah. at the time. Like, I don't know, is Sam Cooke even still alive? I don't even know. Don't but either. that was he'd be up there though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, he would be. Uh, so, but I, but I went from there. I went. I listened to a lot of you know oldies and stuff like that when I was younger. And then, uh, and then when I got a little bit older, like maybe uh, junior high, I started listening to you know rock, rap, uh, that type thing. And started kind of branching out, and learning how to. If I if I heard a song that I liked, I'd le- I'd try to learn how to play it uh, on piano or some or, or try to approximate it on piano. Um, and so I kind of taught myself even though i learned music in the church i learned my style kind of on my own uh just by ear um so i went off and did so did that for years and years and years and years uh and then uh like i said did uh 
did acting, did uh, did a lot of writing, did a lot, did mostly music, and then comedy was kind of uh, the last frontier. Yeah, uh, I'll put yeah, it. You know, I mean, because I've done just I I'd done just about everything. Poetry, I've done just about everything else. Um, so it was the it was kind of the last uncharted territory for me. <laughs> um, so uh, when I uh, my uh, my good friend who I, whom I've known for a long time, Paul Hodge, uh, expressed an interest in doing it, and I was like, "Well, I'm not going to let you do something that I'm not going to let you have one up on me." So I did it too, and then just kind of went from everything. Just kind of deteriorated from there. <laughs> it's really good, man. I, um, you know, I've only seen you a couple times, and I've watched a couple of your sets online. Uh, I watched Spooky Talk Show when you did that, and then I saw. Sure. Set. Oh, that was fun. That yeah. was that was big fun. That was. I'm just. It sucks, man. I'm just now finding out about these things. Like I, after talking with Kayla and Josh, I just found out who Michael Brown is. Well, well, here's the well, here's the the thing with that. I mean, don't don't feel bad about it uh, because it's just now getting to a point where. Um, things are starting to be visible in that way. I mean, low rock comedy scene, um, I mean, even if, even, even being on the outskirts of it, you can kind of see how much, uh, it has grown just in the past, you know, four, four and a half years that, uh, that I've been doing it. I mean, when I first started, the only place to do it was at the Looney, which is where we met, which was at the Looney bin every other week. Um, that was the only place that ha- that even had an open mic to do comedy, right, um, right. and then uh, now here here we are now four and a half years later. There's an open mic four days out of the week. You know, people don't realize how much uh, uh, how much Little Rock, how much talent ha- Little Rock has. Or, or when I say Little Rock, I don't mean like just literally Little Rock. I mean surrounding area, North Little Rock, Jacksonville, so on and so forth. I just I have to say that because I don't want to, you know, like yeah, yeah. alienate anybody. I don't, don't want anybody to feel bad about somebody it. Somebody in in Tuckerman, Arkansas, they're gonna right, exactly, exactly. But you know, there's <laughs> but there's a lot of talent here, yeah. and I think people are starting to are, are just now starting to realize that there uh, that there is a scene that there are things to do that there are some yeah. really really fucking funny people here. Some really great musicians here, and uh, we're just starting to kind of come into that. Well, there had to be. It's Arkansas. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there has to yeah. be a plethora of <laughs> fucked up people like myself and you and anybody else that, that can turn a story that just yeah. shit gets wild down here. Yeah. <laughs> and if yeah. you're not yeah. from here, you don't understand it. And that's, it's funny to me because I've tried to explain it to people. I go, these kind of stories that we have here are just stories like everybody hears them but when you say it to somebody from colorado mm-hmm. or from idaho or maine you know what i'm saying like they don't know what the fuck you're talking about they yeah. don't know uh, swamp rats the size of a fucking <laughs> possum you know what i'm saying getting into your house and you chase them around with a fucking broom and that that's just what you did saturday is yeah we had a, we had a rat <laughs> You know? <laughs> You're like that's yeah that's that's I, I did that I I, I killed uh, four deer before breakfast like what are you like what are you doing with your life yeah but yeah I but mean I that's, say that's that very to true you, I went you to, say uh, that to somebody here and it's it's an everyday oh that's cool man but you say yeah. that to somebody oh, who's absolutely. not from here and they're like what <laughs> absolutely I went to uh, San Francisco uh, a couple years ago 
and uh, told some of the told some of the same stories that I that I like to tell whenever I'm here. Um, that you and that that usually gets some pretty solid laughs. And they, uh, it's not that they didn't really find it funny. They didn't really, they haven't really lived that life. You know, I mean, I, I grew up in in South Arkansas, so I, oh, yeah. I, I I speak South Arkansas. Shit. And, and the, going to San Francisco, that kind of stuff. They 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 weren't. Uh, it, it wasn't. Uh, uh, I'll say related. It wasn't. It wasn't quite what they what they were expecting. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 different, but man, I, I but I but I dig it, man. I, I I I I'm glad I grew up in South Arkansas. Love living in Arkansas. I couldn't imagine living anywhere else or growing up anywhere else anyway. Now you grew up in Pine Bluff, right? In Pine Bluff, that is correct. The Ooh, stank city. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, hey, look, like Pine Bluff is if if you as long as you don't mind the smell, it's all right. Like. Yeah. <laughs> It's a nice place to. I, I used to tell people that Pine Bluff is a nice place to live. You wouldn't want to visit there. <laughs> if that makes you know, like, <laughs> and people say, "You don't mean that the other way around." I'm like, no, no, I'm, I, I know what I said. Like, when growing growing up in it, it's you know, you 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 know how to you know how to get along. You know where where things are. You know, life is life kind of is what it is, and then. You know, it's okay. it's strange because, like, you know, now that I, I mean, I've lived in Little Rock for the past, um, it's, let's see, it's 2017, past nine years, coming up on 10 years. Uh, you know, anytime I go back to or through Pine Bluff, it, it look it, it almost looks like unfamiliar territory to me now because it, it's it, because, uh, you know, it's just uh, it's just you see it through different eyes when when you uh, when you live there versus when you don't. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, it's just it's one of those one of those things. But it wasn't. A, I mean, it wasn't. Was a, it wasn't was a it bad place to grow up. I had a. That's because the thing. This is. Let's just cut the shit. Like yeah. it's gotten really <laughs> fucking rough. And I'm not. This is the thing. I know that places don't start that way. Like I got a buddy that lives in Detroit, and it's. Yeah. I've asked. I said, dude, what's that like? Like because it yeah. couldn't have always been like robocop like what the fuck yeah. happened here <laughs> and uh i mean it's just it sucks because it's pretty you know it, it smells yeah. a bit because there's pine mills down there man that's what they do you know i, I used to go to yeah. cross it three days a week man cross it's got a paper mill you catch that shit on the wrong day bro yeah you know what gets me more than the the fucking the sawmill smell though what's that i would drive a truck down i, I would go down all the way down to cross it Damn near Louisiana. I mean, fuck, cross, cross it in Hamburg. What's it? Twenty-five miles till Bastrop, Louisiana. Like it's not far from there. Okay. I go down almost to the fucking border, and then I will come back through Monticello, up and through Pine Bluff, and uh, a lot of Tyson chicken farms out there. Right. And every once in a while, you would drive by one of them farms, and then bulldozers would be out there bulldozing that chicken shit. Yeah. That's a ripe fucking smell. <laughs> they put it into like a dump truck trailer, and then they'll haul that shit down the highway. And let me let me tell you, when you have your air on and it's sucking the air in from outside, and you just you start to get that funk, you're like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah. And then you realize there's a truck coming up in the distance, <laughs> you know, and there's feathers yeah. and shit just falling out the back of it, and you go, "Oh." 
Oh man, it, it'll, it'll it'll change your it'll change your damn mood. Is I, what it'll do. You I know, like just like instant fucking headache, and then you just like like you can wake up. Yeah, you can get a night's rest and just be, you know, in a in a in a good mood, and you just ready to face the day and all this kind of stuff. And all you do is step outside, and you just want to set everything on fire. Like it'll it'll do that. Oh it'll do that. And all you can do is pull over and let it try to get out of your truck, man. That's it. <laughs> man so I did a little snooping on your website and I'm okay. also curious about this okay did you also uh, do any work for pop pop power 92 jams <laughs> for years for three years I uh, um, I <laughs> I read the news and uh, provided uh, some co- comedy relief on the number one rated urban uh, talk show, local urban talk show um, in Arkansas. We were actually one of the last live talk shows um, in uh, in America. Like in that in that in that format, because everyone everyone does syndication now. Everyone's stuff is syndicated or, or, does, radio uh, or, or, or just okay. plays music uh, at that hour. We're we're one of the la- I think it's like us. Houston, I think there's a station, and I want to say St. Louis, but you know that's been a couple of years, so I don't really know. Yeah. But like we're one of the last local talk stations with an urban format left, um, and we were so we were uh, pretty proud of of everything that we that we had carved out. So uh, or, or I, I I should I say it like I was really part of the success. I wasn't. Broadway Joe is an institution. You know he's he's been doing this shit for. You know, damn near thirty years, uh, and I was just—I was just happy to be there. That's but, yeah, so cool. Uh, like, did I that just, did that yeah. for almost three years. Um, I had a, had a great time. Uh, Joe's a great mentor, great guy. Uh, showed showed me a lot uh, in radio. Did a lot for me in radio. Um, I I ended up uh, having to leave because I needed some fucking sleep. That's right. <laughs> <They> <laughs> it's get up it's early, like bro. getting up at five. <laughs> like, getting up at like five in the morning. And doing a three three and a half hour shift, three and a half four hour shift at the radio station, then working a full time job, then doing National Guard stuff, and mm. performing at night, and doing all this other stuff that I do. I've got my fingers in like twelve different pies, uh, so it was starting to it was starting to wear on me. So I had to I had to get me some sleep, but it was but it was fun. Uh, it was super super fun uh, uh, while it lasted. I've listened to Power 92 most of my life. Like, just off and on, I'll come in and come out. I remember as a kid listening to Bad Boys, doing the roll call. Oh, yeah. Night. Yeah. You know what uh, Stack, Stack, and, Stack uh, oh, and Stack, who else Stack was it? And Jazz, it's Jazzy P? Stack 3 and Jazzy T? Stack. Uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah. All that shit. <laughs> Rocking 10,000. Was it 10,000 watts or 100,000? I don't remember. Fucking no! <laughs> Did you remember those fucking promos? It was like Power ninety two jams, the People Station, rocking ten thousand watts, the Big Stick, pop pop Power ninety two. I'm mad you know the liners better than I do. Like. I love it, dude. That's, there was years that all I listened my, to my, was rap. My, my deal was just like, okay, here's who got shot today, and now here's your power people poll. I don't know. <laughs> Every day. What's up, guys? 
that's still pretty awesome like getting to meet broadway joe must have been cool and uh you know yeah, I've, i don't I've, think i've met a lot of local like celebrities have you ever met patrick patrick beam the dude oh, from yeah. the edge yeah did a did a did a show with him um i think it was late last year yeah earlier this year or late last year yeah they had the comedy show last night i remember that i heard about it on the way home Mm-hmm. I hope they did good, man. It's been crazy. I listened to Corey and Jay for a long time too, and then when he came in, I used to love his rants. And then, are you freaking kidding me? So yeah. I have to ask because I've never got to see him live. Is yeah. it is that unedited in clubs? Does he ever do club shows, or is it freaking uh, kidding me? <laughs> I, I I don't. I haven't seen him in a club in a while. I think the last the the last uh, club show I saw him at was. Uh, was actually before I even started doing comedy. Um, I feel like that they did shows the, up around like Russellville, maybe um, Conway, Fayetteville. Yeah, yeah, I'm like sure. That. I'm sure he has. I'm sure he has. Um, but no, this was actually here. the The Electric Cowboy was, believe it or not, was was trying to get into just doing some comedy stuff for a short while. For a short while, and I saw him there. Um, I, I I remember what it was. He was hosting. He was hosting a contest. Yeah, some or something like that. Yeah. Um, that's been some. That's been some years ago. I bet he'd be fun to talk to. He's all right. He seems like a nice guy. You know. He's all right. It's um, funny because really, radio personalities are the only kind of stand-up comic anything that you would see from around here. I mean, I'm just saying. I, I, maybe I wasn't looking hard enough, but it seems like for the longest time that was it. Like any local comics were were radio station people. You know. Um. A, a, a lot. A lot of them. A lot of comics. The the old guard, quote unquote. Yeah. Uh. We'll we'll have some. Uh, We'll have some radio training, or have some uh, um, that that kind of thing in their background. Uh, it, it, Big Dre um, has a, I think I think his degree is in uh, communications, like like mine is. Um, so uh, he's 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 done some radio. Uh, Ugly Ed uh, from uh, uh, formerly of of, uh, of Alice. I, I think now he's on. Uh, I want to say kissing or whatever station it is that he's on now, uh, but Ugly Ed is is uh, uh, has done has done some stand up uh, in his in his background too. I mean, yeah, there's there's uh, there's there's some overlap. You know, you get people you know wanting to wanting to make dick jokes in front of on a microphone, and that just it tends to be the people that it attracts. Dick jokes are a good way to go when you start. I hear. Yeah. <laughs> That's the mark of an open micer, huh? Speaking of dick. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of. Man, I think... Did you, did you, did you hear that uh, uh, Ed came out of the closet recently? Ed Johnson did? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, hey, more power to him. I'm happy for him. Hey, I hey, I, I don't think I listen to Alice as much. Like, that was a more of a pop station. I think. Yes. And see, I listened yes. to The Edge a lot when I was a kid. The Edge and Power 92. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, The Edge. I got down to Tom when that shit came out because I like a lot of different music. So, sure. Tom was the shit. That was like the first real like iPod playlist station where it was just like, we're just going to play a bunch of random shit. <laughs> it's something else now, isn't it? It's uh, not called yeah, Tom no, anymore. No, it hadn't been Tom for a while. Has it not? Okay. No, and I don't even oh, really listen. That just tells you how often I listen to the radio since I since I stopped being on the air. 
I feel old talking about radio. Back in my day, we would listen in our cars. That was real music, Sonny. I say shit like that now. I'm only 30, but I think somebody told me You're recently. You're only 30? Yeah, I'm only 30. Damn. I know. I, I got fucking highway miles on me, bro. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. Like, I... Like, you're, like, the third or fourth person in the past month or so that I that I, I realize is just now hitting 30. Like, uh, one, of, one, like one of my friends, uh, he's since moved to California, I realized that uh, he, had a, he had a birthday, like, the other day, and he made a Facebook post about turning 30. And I'm like, wait, you're just now 30? Mm-hmm. I've been fucking with a pup this whole time. What the fuck? Yeah, man. Uh, you're you're an old uh, man, Jay Jackson. I am. Dude, I'm, <laughs> I'm almost forty, and it blows my mind because I'm like, like, what are y'all doing? I don't. I don't anyway, Kayla's pretty young, isn't she? <laughs> is she my age or is she younger than me? Who's that? Kayla Esmond. Yeah, she. Yeah, no, she's not thirty. She's not thirty yet. Right. That's what I, I think. Say. I think. I think Josh Ogle just turned thirty. Right. I knew he. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I thought he was closer to my age. I thought she maybe was a couple years younger. But still, that ought to make you feel old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, she is. No, she. Oh, I want to. She has snapples. a joke where she references her age. I think she's like twenty six or twenty seven, something like that. Uh, if I if I remember the joke correctly, I could be you know you know what. Let me just stop because she'll be listening to this right. and be like, "Fuck you! I'm not 26." Uh, yeah, I'll just get myself in trouble. So let me not do that. <laughs> Man, but, it, yeah. it, it is crazy. That, um, I think that a lot of younger people are getting into stand up now. I think that's really what it is. Is it's the new the new wave? And obviously, there's some people that are doing it and are trying to do the joke right and and write stuff, but. Then there are other people that just have crazy shit happen to them, and then they want to tell stories about the crazy shit that happens. I, I wish more people. I have. I, there, there's absolutely nothing wrong with wanting to do stand up. I, 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 I encourage it. If you, if that's something that you want to try, by all means, try. I, I will say this. I, I wish more people took a moment to to understand what 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 goes into it mm-hmm. before they before they before they hit the mic before i ever was tried stand-up comedy on my own i was watching people and i was you know i was i was enjoying the show sure but i was also thinking about you know things like okay the, they tell a joke the audience gets the the audience uh gives them a laugh okay why why is that what happened mm-hmm. And I I start breaking down their material like okay why why was that funny was why did the crowd react the way that they, that they did a, why did some people story. laugh at that and not others you know uh, and I start and I start really breaking it down and trying to uh, understand uh, what was going on and and maybe and, and for better and for better or worse some I mean some things I, sometimes I was right sometimes I was wrong again I didn't really know anything about comedy at the time this was before I actually tried it myself. Uh, but I took those notes that I had and went with it. And, I, and the my point is, is that uh, you know you, you got to make an effort to understand what goes into a joke if you're going to try to get it, the audience to get there with you. Uh, and I and I, I, I wish more if I if I if 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 this old if this old fart had any kind of advice, quote unquote. I mean, I know you didn't ask for that. <laughs> 
but uh, that's say, probably, probably would be what I would say. Yeah, I think that it's more like I know my desire to do it comes from a lack of attention as a kid. You know what I'm saying? I get it. I could, I've made peace sure. with it. I didn't get a lot of it. And what I did get was sure. negative. So sure. I'm not worried about making an ass out of myself about telling a story or something that affected me if I know mm-hmm. that I can relate to somebody that maybe had the same shit. Like, you remember the first story I told was about shitting on my couch? Right. Now, I don't know if everybody's done that, but I'd like to think a healthy a healthy 35% of the population has accidentally shit on their couch before. <laughs> I think that's why open micers do dick and, and shit jokes, because it's relatable. Like, everybody's had to deal with shit. You saw my fucking... I had to apologize to you on Twitter and other people that I talked to because I changed my avatar to my thumb with shit on it. Here, he, all right. So people go, "What the fuck, bro?" And I'm like, "It's just my life, man." You're I'm not. I'm not. It. I'm not mad that you changed that you changed your picture to it to your thumb with shit on it. I, I was. I was. I was upset that there was no context. I'm. I'm like, how did the shit get on your thumb? That's that's and, the point. And, 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 that's the and, joke. And, <laughs> say again. I said, that's the joke. You got to use your imagination, buddy. <laughs> oh, okay. See, then my see, then my next thought is your first reaction was to take a picture of it, like you just like not not to wipe the shit off, like. So this is. This is what happened. I'm, I'm gonna tell you a story. Last weekend. I mean, that's, I mean, that's fine. I'm not. I'm no, not. No, no, I'm no. not mad. That's just so, that's your avatar or whatever. You're, just, you're, the, uh, you're the resident comedian, so I'm gonna run this by you. And if I get that Jay Jackson laugh, then I know that I did it for the right reason. Okay. Lay the kid down. He just took a shit. All right. Okay. Have you dealt? How many diapers you changed, Jay? You changed a lot of shitty diapers. I've changed a few. Okay. Not, so, not, not a lot, but I've changed a few. This isn't the first time this has happened. The first time it happened, he fucking got shit on my thumb, and as I was wiping it off, he peed on his own face. True story. <laughs> so, this little motherfucker's got a history. <laughs> so, I, I lay him down, I undo the diaper, and with a shitty diaper, you take the front of the diaper and you do a big wipe. Like, that's the, you get as much shit off as you can. That's the secret. You got to get it quick. Mm-hmm. So I do that, and then mm-hmm. he still got shit on his ass. Mm-hmm. I close the diaper up, and you know how you grab the kid by his ankles and you pick him up? Sure. So he's doing this thing now where he likes to stretch his legs out and then bend them real quick. Like, he likes to fucking kick while you're doing the shit. Okay. I close the diaper up, and as I go to do that, he drops his dookie butt right on my fucking thumb. <laughs> and my wife is sitting on the couch watching TV and kind of watching me at the same time. I get the dookie thumb and I go, oh no. And I hold it up. My wife looks at me and I go, tag out, bitch. I swear to God. Oh my God. I, said, I said, tag out. And she jumped up and grabbed it and I ran into the kitchen. And I mean to tell you, I had the water on and I was fitting to wash my thumb off. And I was just like, you know what? This. I'm gonna need evidence for this. This is this is a, this is a Kodak moment. I said I already. Hey, Jay, I already got shit on my thumb. It's not gonna get any worse. <laughs> so I fucking took a picture of it, and then somebody referenced me as Doctor Dookie Thumb, and I said that's precious. Like, <laughs> and I changed Doctor. it to Doctor Dookie Thumb PhD. Uh-huh. And it'll okay. change again in a couple weeks when something stupid happens, and I have to change my picture. 
<laughs> Did somebody report you or something, or or what? Not yet. That's the weird part. Nobody flagged it. Nobody said any. Nobody even commented on my dookie thumb. So I guess this is America now. You fucking whatever. Shit on the thumbs. Not. <laughs> Everybody's so up their asses anymore with politics and what's going on. Well, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to escape. I, mean, it, it, uh, I don't even watch the news anymore. I get my information through Twitter, so I kind of know what's happening. But I can't watch the news. I can't be bombarded with it. I have to pick and choose what I look at. You know, and <laughs> I said earlier, and, and it's the thing. You know, I know that you, being in the armed forces, and. Uh, you know being openly gay that's kind of a thing <laughs> so mm-hmm. with this whole shit recently with the transgender stuff with the army like you know i know everybody has an opinion on it and i'm actually curious because this is this is a point that i made and i'm sorry to go from funny to serious because this is something i'm really curious about okay i spoke recently with my co-host about you know transgender and stuff like that and here's my deal i am not saying in any way that i don't think that people should be able to do what they want to do okay Mm -hmm. my mom is a gay woman Mm -hmm. and has lived in arkansas most of her life and i know the trials and tribulations and shit that she's had to put up with and to me it seems almost disrespectful if a man who, you know, and it, it's really none of my business, but I'm just, if, if my opinion's being asked, I think if, you, if you're a man who, who enjoys having sex with a man, you should just be a gay man and be happy about that. I come from the love yourself generation, Jay. You shouldn't have to make a fucking loophole to where you can can be something that anybody else would be one thing but you get to not be that and it just it irritates me man why 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 does it irritate you it it ain't ain't got shit to do with you jody i know i know this is this is the deal this is no, no no this is the deal this is why it irritates me because in this day and age we are forced to kind of go with the flow so if I even having this conversation, if somebody were to hear it and, and decide, well, fuck this dude, he's, you know, it's, I get it. But the thing is, it's, it's weird. It's a little weird that you want to do surgery to your body. I've had plenty of them, man. That's not something to just shake a stick at, you know. I think that it's at the very least, it's an odd situation to want to be a, a different gender. To subject yourself to that kind of, you know, surgery to that kind of a life, and I, I get that it, it's a tough situation, man. Because, <laughs> like I said, I know that being gay is not a choice, mm-hmm. but sometimes I wonder about the. I, I don't know if people are doing it for attention nowadays. Like I know there's a lot more gay people than there are trans people, and I think it's kind of weird that they want the attention and the respect and everything right away and it's like these people you know who had to be closeted and who got spit on and called queers and shit you know like you don't even understand how long it took for these people to get it and for you to just jump into the party now and be like you got to respect my shit too motherfucker and it's like hold on this is a lot different <laughs> and it's is i don't it, know is it, is it though is it really because, 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 see, see, here's, here's, uh, 
here's let, let me let me let me put this bug in your ear. Um, and I'm open for interpretation. Don't yeah, don't take I, me wrong. I'm a very open-minded person. Just nobody has explained it to me in a way that I can go, okay. Well, here's here's well here's what the the what I ultimately landed on, and that is that it's not for me to understand. That's true. You know what I mean? And and and, and here's and here's how I, how I say that. I didn't really know any transgendered people myself. I don't un- know any until Are until you? recently. Okay. Until recently. Well, then you got more insight uh, than me, so please meeting- share. <laughs> so what? I said then I haven't I haven't met any. So I mean, I, you've got more insight than me, so please share. <laughs> so there's yeah, well, there's actually a couple of uh, there are actually two transgender comics here in the Little Rock area who kind of helped me open my eyes to some things and helped me understand some things because I didn't understand either. I, 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 I didn't, I, I didn't get it. Um, there's, uh, the, the lovely Robin Adair. Um, she is, or I, I think she's originally from like the Fayetteville area, uh, Northwest Arkansas anywhere area. But anyway, she's, she's here in Little Rock now. She's super funny. She's. Uh, we had her on the uh, the original Nasty Women of Comedy show that we had uh, at the at the first of this year. Yeah. Um. Absolutely hilarious. One of my favorite. One of my favorite people. Um. To do comedy with, to perform with, um, superb performer, just a and just a just a re- really cool person, transgender woman, um, Willow Wheeler, another. Very funny uh, transgender woman. Uh, she's she's actually really politically active as well. Yeah. Uh, so she does a so she does a lot of uh, um, events and and fundraisers and uh, she's she's that that's the, that tends to be the world that she's in. Um, but meeting these folks and then and there and there are others you know outside outside of. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Outside of Little Rock, uh, who I've met, uh, like Lisa Michaels, uh, Cole Bradley, who was the first non-binary person uh, that I've met. I didn't understand. I didn't know that or understand that that was a thing either. The not the my point is is that after meeting these folks and kind of talking with them and. Uh, listening to them and seeing kind of what they go through I'll I'll Jody I'll never understand it I'll I'll never even I I can't my mind doesn't just doesn't fathom but what I do know is this is that they're not any less deserving of anything that 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 I have access to or that you have access to I mean they should have everyone should have the same level of opportunity right that's what we're all that's what we're all built on and and from the from a military standpoint it irks me when when i when i hear people talk about that because those are the same uh, arguments that they had to keep black people out the military back in truman's day or or whenever uh or whenever they got rid of don't ask don't tell yeah. uh you know that that was that was the same it was the same lot to have women uh, serve uh, in in combat roles alongside men, which, by the way, they'd been doing 
since the 40s yeah. anyway. For a long time. Women have always really been there. It's just now that they can do it um, officially. But, you know, you, you, you've always got these, these you, you, you always had these naysayers. Yeah. But from a but from a military standpoint, from a readiness standpoint, if someone is capable of serving and they are willing to serve, then why shouldn't they? There's nothing. There's no reason so that was, that no one should be able to should, should be able to, to 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 serve the way that they want to serve. So right, and that. That's my forgive me because I don't really keep up with the news. I don't know for sure was it because the first thing I heard was that Trump, I guess, said that no more, you know, transgender soldiers. Period. Everybody's yeah. out. But then yeah. I heard another thing that said that no, it's basically just they're not going to pay for reassignment surgery and hormone therapy. So I don't know what what the deal is. I I fucking I, read I don't the same think Trump shit knows too, what so. the deal is. Yeah. That's <laughs> which you, is the issue. Like you yeah. can't fucking dictate military policy is not dictated well, via see, Twitter. Now, that's it's, the thing. It, is, it's, with, it's it's not. It, with, it's it's with, it's just not. And he can and yes, he's the commander in chief. He can he can he can you know ultimately he's the 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 decision making authority on policy yeah. but that's not how policy is implemented there is a process for it right. I, I i know it because i've been in the military for 10 years i mean to decide the military tells you you know which way to wipe your ass right but be, you, there, but there have been reviews. There have been studies. They've had the, they've had guidance. They've had counselings on this and all this kind of stuff like that. The military, the army says, okay, soldiers, it's front to back, one wipe, front to back, wipe, flush, you're done. Wash mm-hmm. your hands, Repeat. you're out. That, you know, that's the fucking, that's the way anything in the army works. It's not like right, they don't care. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, and that's what's crazy. This, see, my mom, this, uh, yeah. I, she introduced me. She has. A lot of friends who were gay, and one in mm. particular is like a major, or maybe a what's what's above major? Is it Lu- lieutenant colonel? Lieutenant colonel. She might have just gotten into that, but she's not hard to, to spot, and neither is my mom. You know what I'm saying? She's like five foot tall. She wears khakis and and polo shirts and fucking Oakleys. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it's fun. I really feel bad for my mom because like she's not, not, lived- not, not that she's the whole stereotype. Dude, she fucking has lived here and and had to deal with the bullshit for years. And I just wish one time I could take her to a place like San Francisco where it's open. Like, do your fucking thing. And I think she would lose her mind because she still isn't even open at work. Like, she's not fully out, I guess you could say. Like, she's she's obviously a lesbian. And I don't think, other than my father, she's ever had a relationship with a man. You know what I'm saying? Like. Right. It is what it is, and I, I hate it, man, because she grew up here with all the bullshit and, and just people being really shitty, man. And I guess I get kind of fired up about it, you know, because I read the shit on Twitter, and I'm just like, well, God damn it. Like, this is real shit. Like, these people have fought for their fucking rights, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, for years. And I understand that, that transgender has been a thing for years, but the numbers are way off, like way more gay people than than transgender so i guess that's why i kind of get my attitude and i I would love to sit down and and try to understand it or at least try to be set straight because i'm not a hateful person i don't think that anybody should be forced to do anything they don't want to do 
and that's just the way it is it's just in this day and age people say understand this and it's like i can't i try but i just can't wrap my fucking brain around it man well 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 think of it in 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 these terms yeah do do no harm you know what i mean that's what i'm saying i would never uh, i would jay i would never fucking be rude to somebody for no reason (laughs) ever we were at fucking t-mobile this past uh, this past black friday and dude worst fucking service provider i think i've ever had don't get (laughs) t-mobile okay they opened this store and it was just a bunch of kids down there bro it was just kids like 17 year old kids trying to sell cell phones on fucking black friday i went in there for the deal i was in there for three and a half hours trying to get this shit worked out and at one point, like, and we're just getting frustrated. We've been in there forever. And this this dude walked in. And I say dude because I don't think that he was trying to hide what was going on with him. He was in a dress with a wig, but it was obviously a dude. And started walking around, looking at phones, like, commenting and shit like that. And it was just like, all right, man. <laughs> like... The, even the person that, that was selling us the phone at one point, like, he didn't want to say it out loud, which what I thought was kind of shitty. Like, it's like, hey, man, if you're going to fucking say some shit, say it out loud. <laughs> he, like, typed on a cell phone and kind of pointed it towards me and was like, is that a man? And I was like, probably. <laughs> you know, I said my shit out loud. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I'm fucking... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's, I, I never think anything ill towards people. I just, in this day and age, it's hard to understand some things and it seems like everybody wants you to understand it. <laughs> well, uh, again, like something I, the, like I said, the conclusion I come to is that, you know, that's not for me to understand. It's, it's, it's for me to, you know, acknowledge that person wherever they are, just like on, on their journey in the same way that I would want to be acknowledged. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that, and that just and that to me just goes to to really just basic respect. I don't have to understand everything there is to understand about being a transgender person. I don't I don't have to. I don't really want to. Um, but I don't I don't really need to. All I really need to understand is is that person in and of themselves. If if they're if they if they tell me. They're a woman. If you're at a T-Mobile store and you're in a dress and a wig, and you're and you're a woman, then yes, ma'am. How, how can I? How can I? How can I help you with that? That's right. Now, if you're if what you're if bro? now they could be just a it could be a man who just enjoys wearing dresses like Eddie Izzard, and that's fine too. That's you know that's pretty trippy. You do you first. Yeah. You being in and out of this T-Mobile store is not fucking up me with trying to get this cheap ass ghetto ass hey, plan. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I was standing there. I was so ready to get out of that store. I was like, probably. I don't fucking know, dude. Hurry up. <laughs> like, I ain't got time for this shit. I've been here for three fucking hours, bro. <laughs> hey, man. Weird question. And this okay. isn't like a weird black folks all look alike thing. <laughs> I'm looking at your picture right now and it's kind of shrunk up. You wouldn't happen to be related to a dude named James Jackson, would you? Sure. All black Jacksons are related. All you black Jacksons. <laughs> Fuck you. I'll take a picture in the yearbook, motherfucker. Like, you look like my buddy from high school a little bit. 
I, I mean, if, I mean, we could be. Now uh, you would have to be know, like an older brother. Because obviously, <laughs> I'm, I'm only thirty, and you're like seventy-five. I get it, but <laughs> I mean, I mean, but 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 for real though, I mean, uh, maybe there's a there is a <laughs> there's a chance. Where is he from? Is he from is he from Dumas? He's from Sherwood? Area, from, I think. from Sherwood? Sherwood? Uh, probably not. No. Okay. Uh, if if he, if his if his if his family were from Dumas or something like that, I'd I'd, I'd say maybe. But uh, I mean that. But there again, that's hard to say. I don't know anything about uh, my father's father. Which is where the which is where the name comes from. So I don't I, uh, or his family or who all he was kin to. So I get that, man. My last name is pretty much fake. <laughs> like did you did you did you come up with it? No. So I th- I've been thinking about changing it seriously. So huh. the deal is is my grandma. Okay, she married this dude and had my mom and a couple other siblings. And then she divorced that dude, and she got with another dude whose last name was Byers. Now, I don't know for sure if she married him, but she was with him for an extended period of time. And he was alcoholic, abusive, whatever. And they ended up running off. But during that time frame, I was born, I think. So they just (laughs) named me. I think I I I was born. I'm not really sure. I wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what I hear. Is this so dream? So, and me and my wife have had a conversation about this. It's like, so your last name is just like just thrown in there because she happened to be with this dude at the time and that was her kid who had the kid and then you got that last name. So, yeah. I'm like one of three people in my family that have it. Just bastard children. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you want to know? Like, do you want to find out what your actual lineage is? Um, is there any desire? I think there's a certain branch of my family that I might be curious, but there's definitely a few branches that are kind of saggy and, and broken and they're about to fall off the tree. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's being from here. Everybody's got it. I grew up in a trailer park, uh, on this little kind of shitty end of Sherwood. And, uh, then we moved out to the woods, lived in BB for a few years. And, uh, with like for a little while with no power or running water like it was pretty stupid being out in the woods you know you uh you you do a lot of time by yourself and it should it'll drive you a little crazy i think <laughs> uh, it's 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 easy to do see i don't have any brothers or sisters you got a bunch don't you don't you have like a well, no, I, have, I have one of each you tell me which one is the genetic jackhammer That's, that's, the, uh, that's his brother. Let's see, the ovarian assassin, if you will. What's he got, like 15 kids? Huh? That's that's my brother. That's my that's my older brother. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. And then, uh, and then my, my sister, uh, uh, like me, is uh, uh, not not uh, not really doing the not really doing the kid thing as yet. Yeah. It's, <laughs> hey, it's tough, man. Like we we've been together for a little bit and we got married a few years ago and it's just kind of the progression, you know, you go through the motions and uh, I will say this. It's a lot of work, man. It's a lot of work and nobody's really going to be honest about how much like your life changes. They say it, but you don't really understand it till you're in it. And I know I may sound like a shithead saying that, but it just is what it is. Like I'm going to be real with you. To be honest. 
people say it's a blessing and all this shit. It's it's cool. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you wake up and the little dude is smiling at you and everything is good. But sometimes it's midnight and you haven't slept, and uh, you know he's just screaming for a while and then he'll shit his pants. So and then you get shit on your thumb. You know what I mean? Like it's just. <laughs> Dude, it's all been a learning experience, man. Like, I didn't deal with children at all, and now I've just kind of been thrown into the deep end, so. Was that, uh, was was that, if you don't mind me asking, was that part of the plan? Yeah. Or not? Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, you know, I didn't have the best childhood, and so this is kind of my way of maybe trying to, to start a better path. Maybe, like you were saying, with the family tree, I'm going to... Maybe make a little better branch. Try to, you know, it's. I don't like a lot of things about my family, and sure. I don't speak to a lot of them anymore. So it sure. just is what it is. I uh, I think that maybe if I just keep it together, we can, you know, we can make a little better, and then maybe he'll do better, and one day everything will be cool. Well, that's, <laughs> won't be just, well, that's all any of us can really strive for is, is like trying to make it better for. Uh, you know, for the folks after us. I mean, whether you know, for 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 you and your for you and your kids or whatnot, or uh, be that be that with kids, or that just be like passing knowledge to to other folks who you know see you doing what you're doing, and uh, which which I get a lot of that. I, I do. Uh, I used to uh, I used to teach. I used to work in the public schools. Very, very briefly, and then I feel, felt like I didn't want to deal with the parents, and I was just like, "Fuck all this noise." Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, so I, so I did that, but then I did uh, uh, youth programming and uh, for the library system here in Little Rock, and um, and all like that. So uh, I mean, so I've, so I've done it. I, I've 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 been around kids, and then you know, of course, you know, being being with my uh, nieces and nephews. And so I've been around enough kids to know that you know I'm, I can I can I can do all right with other folks' kids, but but if but if I ever had kids, they they'd probably be some some cynical fucked up people. <laughs> I was listening to somebody the other day. I think it was John Reap, the guy that was just here last night, and he was talking about um, if his kids decided they wanted to be stand-up comics. Yeah, and he said it was on uh, this podcast with Burt Kreischer, and he says, "Have you thought about you know what happens if your kid wants to be a comic?" And he was like, "Yeah, I've decided." He goes, "If my kid tells me, hey, Dad, I was thinking about being a stand-up comic," he said, "I'm going to go into my bedroom and get a pistol." He said, "I'm going to sit down and look at him and go, you better be funny and blow my fucking <laughs> brains out." Wow, no pressure. They were talking about how some of the the best comedians have those lives, you know. Some people are just funny. Some people, it's funny through pain. Comedy is tragedy plus time, you know. And you you want to know something? Like, I've never really thought of myself as a naturally funny person. You're pretty fucking funny. Thank you for saying that. But I have. It's one of those things where, like, I have to, I have to, I have to work at it or be very, very drunk. You know, (laughs) you've got the, uh, you've got comedy eyeballs. I'm sure you know that. I don't know. I don't know how to take that. 
You know exactly what I'm talking about, motherfucker. Comedy, comedy eyeballs, okay. Uh, you deliver you deliver some punchlines and you look really wide and look around. I've seen you fucking do it. Don't you give me your shit. That's something not a lot of people get to utilize. So hey, that's a tool, man. That's a weapon. That's like a battle axe. That's something you keep on your back and you're just like, I got this motherfucker if I ever need it. I can deliver a punchline and look at you. Go, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> so you're not so they're not laughing at what I'm saying. You're laughing at my face. That makes me feel really great. No, 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 no. It's your face <laughs> that accentuates the punchline. And you know what it is. Just like you just said, you were uh, you worked with children. So the thing is, is I bet you that was the same face you made when you had to get a class full of little assholes in line, and you stood up and said, "All right." God damn it. <laughs> he just looked at everybody from one side of the room to the other, you know. Because I think it's the same as your heckle face. I think people, you know, I've, uh, I don't think I've seen a lot of it, but if anybody kind of catches you, you kind of make the same face. Like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just give them the look. Like, you better shut the fuck up. <laughs> mm. Facial expression's a big thing, man. Some people I- have it. I've always been told that I've had a, a pretty expressive face. Uh, I actually got a note from uh, from Joe Lowry, uh, who runs the World Series of Comedy. Uh, he saw me. Uh, uh, he saw me do a, a guest set one time, and he was like, "Man, I, the 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 punchline was about um, oh the oh, sorry, the the joke was something about uh, 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 horror movies." And how uh, you know black black folks in, in horror movies, there, there's there's a bit more to the joke that I that that I go on to, but the basic setup of the joke is uh, black folks really don't do horror movies like uh, like white folks do. Like that doesn't really scare us. You want to scare us? Like let my black ass get pulled over in Saline County. That's horrifying. <laughs> You know? And then you make that face. <laughs> but I go, I go on, and there's there's this act out that I do uh, where I answer the phone uh, like I just got done watching the tape on the ring. Yeah. And uh, and, and, he's, and he's like, yeah, that that you have a really expressive face. Like you could like you could really sell that, you know, yeah. with your with your face and make that just really pop. And so I tried it like. Uh, like a week later or something like that, and darn it if he wasn't right, and I kind of felt, I kind of felt like, God damn it! <laughs> nah, it works good, man. It's a good tool. Like I say, this if anybody hadn't told you or nobody has noticed, I saw it. So there you are. <laughs> <laughs> You're very observant. So, man, we've been on for about an hour just talking shit, and I, uh, I don't want to keep you too long. I did have something that I did want to say to you. Because okay. I noticed after we got everything worked out and, and got the schedule, like pretty much right after we got it scheduled, I saw your Facebook post, Jay. Yes. So yes. I'm a little I'm a little sad because I've just recently kind of found you, and I, uh, that sucks. But you know I get it. Uh, like well, I said, doing it for for that long, man. Sometimes. Sometimes shit just needs to cool out for a minute. <laughs> it, it does, um, and and I, and, I, and I'll tell you this, Jody. Um, I I, I kind of posted that um, and out of out of out of out of a place of uh, out of a place of a little bit of anger, um, and oh. so I've had the time to Jay. Wait, think wait, about wait, it wait, 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 wait. 
Are you fitting to be the black Brett Favre? <laughs> Are you fitting? Actually, black- this is my. Uh, this will be. This Are will be f- my second time retiring. <laughs> I've done it wife, before. Hey, I told my wife <laughs> retired right before. after we scheduled it. I told but, her, I, I read that shit, and I told my wife, I go, God damn it! I just got him scheduled, and it says he's fucking retiring. I said. Well, what the fuck, man? And she goes, well, what are you going to do? I said, well, I'm going to talk to him. And I said, maybe maybe we'll have a good conversation, and he'll be enlightened, and then he'll go on, and he'll fucking do his shit. And she goes, maybe you should just leave it alone. Maybe he wants to take a break. And I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> so, that, you know, I know text messages back and forth. I don't know. I There's no emotion in a text, so hopefully none of my shit was weird. I fucking no, text like no, a white guy. No. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's trust me. You're you are you are not the weirdest person to text me. I assure you. Um, but no, they, they all right. So like I said, 25 plus years of of doing this, and it'll and it'll it'll start to wear on you. It'll start to you know kind of drain your energy a bit. Um, I I I I regret nothing. I do wish I had phrased some things uh, a little differently because uh, I've, af- after having a little time to to cool off, um, I kind of realized that maybe what I don't want to do is is quit completely. Yeah. Maybe what I do, what I want to do, is take a hiatus from performing, and so that's what I've, and so that's what I'm calling it. I, I, I mean, I'll still keep. Uh, the website will still be active. Uh, the Twitter, of course, uh, everything will still be active. I, I may be posting to it a lot less, um, and I certainly don't plan on performing. I've, I've got shows lined up through early uh, early November as of right now. Um, so, so folks still have a chance to catch me uh, as of right now. Um, but after early November, I'm, I'm, I'm calling it a break from uh performing because the pressure of doing that and uh, and of everything that i uh was trying to you know produce and put together and you know also get stage time and all this kind of stuff it just got to be a little much and it was uh and it was quite frankly it was, it was it's overwhelming yeah um, you know and and so i i i think i've decided that you know i'm not going to say that I'm never going to come back. I'll, I'll probably at, at some point, you know, maybe here in about two years or so, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll see me and be like, Hey, I'm ready to come back or whatever, ready to get back into it. And I feel rejuvenated or I've done some different things or, or, or what have you. Um, uh, I'll, I'll give myself, I'm basically just giving myself a little time to focus on me for a minute. Um, get my health right. I've had a, I've had a, 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 a health, issue or two crop up um you know just you know hard living (laughs) so uh we'll we'll do that to you so i I figure it's time for me to just kind of slow down for a little while um listen to what my body's telling me listen to me listen to what my mind is trying to tell me uh and and not and not do quite so much yeah. So, uh, but I'll, I'll, in, in, in all likelihood, I'll, in all likelihood, I'll be back. It's just a, it's just a question of right now. I just kind of need to, I just kind of need to chill. No, so. and I totally understand that, man. But it's, you're funny motherfucker, Jay. And uh, I think you know that. So I tell you what I am going to do. I'm happy to know you. 
and you know i it sucks because i can't dedicate very much time to doing the stand-up thing now i want to so bad but goddamn it, I work a full time job. Like I work from six oh, to yeah. six, and I don't get a lot of time with my family. And it's like, I've often wanted to ask. You know, I, I said this to to Kayla and Josh. Like, it sucks because at this point in my life, I would have to make a very hard decision for not a lot of mm-hmm. money. If I really wanted to pursue it, it would be time away from my family. And like I said, sure. I, I'm trying to build a family because sure. <laughs> it's not so great. So. If yeah. I can get one in every once in a while and maybe just know some folks. I use Twitter. I do podcasts. Like, I'm trying to sharpen my blade. It's just, unfortunately, I'm not getting a lot of ring time. But when I get it, goddammit, I'm going to bring the hammer. Well, yeah, and, and and that's the way that ought to be. But, you know, uh, family comes first, and I, I don't I don't think there will be a performer – anywhere that'll that'll tell you otherwise they'll be like no you should don't spend more time with your family don't like nobody's gonna tell you that i mean that's absolutely your call so yeah um but you i i i i will say that i i uh i look forward to whenever you get to the point or whenever things get to a point where you can feel like you can step back on stage and uh, be consistent and uh, get out there and be funny, man. I'll 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 be out there laughing my ass off at you. I love it, man. You're gonna be my my comedy Yoda. That's what I'm just gonna keep <laughs> you in the back pocket. I guess. That's right. <laughs> man, I'm gonna go uh, handle this kid. I think he's starting to get up from his nap. But Jay, it's been wonderful talking to you, man. Get some more shit on your thumb. <laughs> I'm gonna try to keep <laughs> well, the shit drive, off my thumb. Drive this time. You know, I don't really know what the answer is. I guess you just keep washing your thumb. That's the moral of the story, kids, is sometimes you get shit on your thumb. You just got to wash it off, you know? That's life, man. That should, that should be a t-shirt. Get you a t-shirt. Sometimes bad. you get shit on your thumb. That's it. <laughs> shit. You just got to take a picture of it and drive on. <laughs> Dude, well... You have fun, my brother. I hope you have a great weekend. And uh, you know, I'll try to get out and see you. Like I said, it it is what it is. But I'll be I'll be lurking. I'll keep an eye on your Twitter. Like I want to know what you're doing. I'm gonna keep an eye on you. I appreciate it, Jody. Hey man. Hey man. Thanks for thanks for having me on, man. I I, I had fun. It's good talking to you. Any fucking time. And if you know anybody else you'd like to come on with, you want to bring a guest just to sh- put a spotlight on somebody, you fucking call me, Jay. I got you, fam. All right, buddy. I'll see you later. You have a good weekend. All right, brother. You too. All right, bye. All right. That was my conversation with Jay Jackson. Just a good fucking dude, and I'm happy to know him. If you'd like to get at him on Twitter, it's at Jay Jackson Music. If you're local in the Arkansas, central Arkansas area, um, at least for a little while, uh, you can find him around the Looney Bin. Uh, the joint it's I would highly recommend it he's a funny motherfucker and I just I appreciate him and I hope that uh you know I hope that he gets everything worked out I hope he finds this happy place cause that's all anybody could ask for oh shit well y'all it's been a good week weather's been nice here in the southland we finally had a break from that 100 degree 90 percent humidity shit and i'm pretty happy about that so i can't complain nobody would listen if it did just 
want to say thank you for listening and uh i hope you have a wonderful weekend you know y'all get out there have a little fun get some sunshine on your face and uh do what i do try to be a better person every day now every day you might not succeed (laughs) but as long as you try and i guess that's all that matters so appreciate it we'll catch your ass next week here at the po boys podcast you bunch of motherfuckers Cause mama, I'm sure hard to hell and I yes around Action, speech louder than word And I'm a man with a great experience I know you got you another man But I can love you better than him Take my hand, don't be afraid I wanna prove every word I say I'm magnetized in love for free So won't you place your ad with me Boys will call my dime out for loving, but that ain't nothing but ten cent love. Pretty little thing, let me light the counter, cause mama, I'm sure hard to hell and I yes around. Baby, here I am, I'm a man on the scene. I can give you what you want, just come go home with me. And I got the better in store When I get through throwing it on you You got to come back for more Boys will call my dime by my loving But that ain't nothing but drugstore love Pretty little thing, let me light the counter Called mama, I'm sure hard to hell and I yes around Good old love, some of you don't